Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show about living your best life. And I must say that today's topic is not only hopefully relevant for everyone listening, but it's certainly relevant for me. And you know what they say, you teach what you need to learn the most. Um, let me start by saying the kind of week I had. So there was one day this week where I literally felt like the, uh, the feeling of overwhelmment. Has, have you felt that where you just feel like you don't know whether you're coming or going and you start to get very irritable? Yes, I got very irritable. No time to get to the phone, no time to any self-care, no time for anything. And I thought to myself, holy moly, my life just got out of balance. And that is today's topic because it is not a set concept. It's something you have to work on all the time. And certainly I can speak as a woman in the year 2018, and I know many women listening can relate to this, as mothers and wives and working women, it is quite the juggling act. If you're a man listening, it's hard on you guys too. Roles have changed. Dynamics in marriages have changed. Again, um, wives going out to work, parenting when you get home, homework when you get home, it does not end. So how on earth are we supposed to keep balance? So to deal with such a big topic, I had to bring in big guns. So of course, I brought in a fabulous, uh, actually, I was about to say the wrong terminology for her. She is a clinical counselor. She works, I'm so lucky, she works at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. And she really understands, we were just chatting before the show, the concept of how difficult it is to find balance and even more difficult to keep balance. So first of all, welcome back, Melissa, to the show. Hi, everyone. So happy to have you here. So before we delve into it, um, if you want to join the conversation, uh, we're at one 472 5792 It's very rare that people call, but we always hope you will. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, if you prefer to text, which I know people are more comfortable with, comfortable with, it's one five one four seven nine six four three five seven. Email is info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Here's the plan for the show. Uh, Melissa and I were talking before the show. So first of all, we're going to start off with how would you know if your life is out of balance? I told you that at one point this week, I felt it's, I started to feel irritated for me. I know when I start to get irritated, I'm starting to get out of balance, but I actually did some research and I want to present a little bit. What are some signs that you're out of balance? And then Melissa and I are going to have a lot of fun together because what we're going to do is Melissa comes with an arsenal of self-care strategies and (laughs) things you can do to make sure your life stays in balance. And I also have a whole bunch. So we're going to play like a little game. We're going to like shoot the strategies back and forth. And the best part, Melissa, is by us teaching it, we're going to remind ourselves. Yes, it's also very helpful for for me. Now, on that note, before I get into it, how are you with balance in your life? How do you do with this? Yeah, it's it's something that I always try to check in with myself. And it sounds like such an easy concept when we say balance. It sounds so simple, so easy, but yet so difficult. (laughs) Why is it so difficult? I think just like there's there's a lot of pressure. I mean, for me, I feel like there's, you know, a lot of pressure. And I think that trying to multitask, I'm always trying to do 
10 things at once. And, yeah. and maybe I think I'm being more productive yeah. by doing that. Like yeah. I think I'm being more efficient, but I actually... And it really doesn't work. Multitasking no. is really... Like we used to be all proud as women that were yeah. great multitaskers. It's actually an illusion of like a, a efficacy. Like it does not work well. No, no, it doesn't. It just makes me more stressed, more irritable, like you said. And it, it doesn't work. So, you know, before I get into how you would know you're out of balance, you said something very interesting is you mentioned the word pressure. And mm-hmm. I, I couldn't help but notice that, Melissa, is where is the pressure coming from? Is it from your standards? Is it what you think society expects of you? What's the pressure that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's a really good idea. I think for me, it's some of it's external. So it's really important to look at outside is someone is someone pressuring or there is expectations that are placed on you or and for me, it's mostly internal. It's more myself that I feel like so I have to drive. your inner voice. My inner voice. So what does your inner voice say to you, my, Melissa? My inner voice tells me that I have to, first of all, do do all these things, like make sure the house is clean, make sure that I'm doing enough hours at work, make sure that I'm taking care of my physical health, make sure I have f- time for family and friends. It's like all these pressures, which are very great aspects, but it's like, it's it, for me, it's telling me to go at the extreme, like I have to do it all very well. So I don't know if you guys can relate that, that uh, having that pressure, just um, having to do it all in, a, in an efficient time and all done really well. Yeah, it's really hard. Like I often think for myself where it goes wrong is I really love everything I do. I mm-hmm. love my work. I love if I go speak. I love the radio show. I love time with my family. I love time with friends. The problem is I love all these all things and I can't do all of them. I just can't keep up. And then yeah. people like you and I and many people listening start to feel bad about themselves because I feel like I'm not measuring up. I'm yeah. not which is the pressure you're talking about. Yes, That's why I wanted enough. to ask you about that. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Okay. So um, in looking at some of the research on how you would know you're out of balance, I saw a very interesting article and it's, it said some of these things, which I thought were really good. Melissa, tell me what you think. Mm. Um, they mentioned seven things that could show up that indicate that you might be out of balance. One, and I agree with this one, you have not exercised in weeks. Mm, so yeah. you might be wondering, why would we say that has anything to do with balance? But I hear all the excuses coming right you now. You do? You do? <laughs> They're in your head? They're in my head. Yeah. But actually, uh, and, and for sure, but actually, um, this is a big topic in itself, is exercise, I don't consider exercise an option. Yeah. It's not, because it's it's um, a stress management technique. We, we deal with anxious people, but even if you don't have anxiety, we need exercise to feel balanced. Do you agree with that, by the 100%. way? hundred percent. And I, I could totally relate when I tell my clients this, that exercise, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we hear it all the time. But on, and I was one of those, you know, that I would hear the excuses, you know, I don't have time. How am I supposed to work, you know, come home from work? I'm so exhausted. And then I have to make supper and I don't have kids. So imagine even having kids on top of it, I can imagine can be more stressful. But uh, honestly, now that I changed my routine and when I looked in myself, now I exercise three times a week and I can't even imagine not doing it. Wow. And I never great. thought I would be at that point. So all of you listening that that says these excuses or tell yourself that, there's no time. I was there once, but when I totally love that you're bringing that up because when you make time, it's, it's, it's not an option. It's really not an option. And, you know, I can't speak to the current presidency, but what I used to always say to people is that if the president of the free world can find time for exercise, I don't know if Trump does, but I know Obama did. Um, I figure like, you know, we can, (laughs) you know, we've got to be able to find time. It doesn't take that long. So if you have an exercise in weeks, that's a telltale sign that things might be out of balance. Another thing that shows up for people who are out of balance is strangely, and you might find this interesting, is they tend to spend more money than usual when they're out of balance. Don't you find that interesting? Yes. Why why does uh, spending more money create 
out of balance. No, it's not. It's not that creates it. It's that when you feel out of balance, you feel uneasy. So you need a distraction. So good time to buy a whole bunch of stuff. That's true. Right. Because there's an uneasiness. And part Mm -hmm. of that uneasiness is that another thing when you're out of balance is that you're not really present with people. You're talking Mm -hmm. to them, but you're sort of, you ever have that? I have Mm -hmm. that. I felt that this week, like in between my work on Tuesday is I was in such a rush. Mm -hmm. I came home on my break and my kids were talking to me and I felt so bad about myself after, but I just, I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I was like on all, I was doing my son's homework on autopilot. And if anyone asked a question out of context, Mm -hmm. there was no time. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I was there, but not Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And that's another thing that I want to mention when we talk about tips, because that's so important is that we don't feel that we're really present and because our cup is empty you know and I'll give that analogy later but it's like we have a bucket and if we're giving so much to one category in our life there's there's nothing much left over for anything else I love the cup empty analogy it's an important one Mm -hmm. we're definitely going to have to delve into that another sign that they indicate is a sign of being out of balance and I I really agree with this too and I wonder what you think is actually when you're eating poorly uh, really bad foods, or, or maybe not even like skipping meals, it's a sign of your life being out of balance. How do you understand that as uh, as a counselor? Mm-hmm. Why would someone say that eating badly is related to being out of balance? How do you understand that? Well, I'll give an example. Like today, I was really rushing around, you know, working and then doing some personal stuff and then having to to come, wanting to come here to do the radio <laughs> show. Thank you so much. And, and, you know, I don't have, I was like, shoot, I don't have time for supper. And I didn't prepare it before. Uh, Usually when I'm in balance, like, you know, your meals are prepared. prepared. And so I didn't. So I had to go to stop and rush to get something to eat. But you did stop. I did stop. So like, the, but the thing is, it's, it's less healthier choices. Right. You know, so it's right. more of the, it's, I don't have time to eat something that's healthier. Well, I appreciate your honesty on that because that is, that's one of the first signs is you mm-hmm. You stop eating your meals. And again, there's, you said, you mentioned your cup being empty. That's how the cup gets empty. You didn't take time to sit down for a meal. Like even your digestion is going to be affected by being out of balance. Yeah. Like when I'm literally eating my meal and multitasking, like that's a bad sign. Yeah. You know, you need to sit down and eat properly. Another sign they say is that you have lots of people in your life that you need to call back. Like they've called you and you haven't been able to call them back. And that is very stressful because you keep feeling guilty and Mm -hmm. nonstop. I mean, we can't reach everybody, but if we're, there's a lot, a lot of people waiting on you. Um, Another thing that's mentioned is how about this? You haven't taken a vacation or even a long weekend in years. I know you're about to go on a vacation. I'm about to go on a vacation. I'm really big on the work hard, play hard concept. And I'm starting to feel right now, like I could use a little time away. What do you think about long weekends or vacations as a sign of someone who's in balance? Yeah, definitely. That's the practice that I try to do um, is really make sure that I'm taking my holidays and taking time uh, that I can to schedule a day off. Because to if I don't, then I know that I'm, again, going to be un- not as productive, not as helpful, and then out of balance. So it's really important. I think that was another thing that I really wanted to stress, too, is it's okay to take a break. But to tell someone that that's like a type A, that's like, yeah. a, you know, delves themselves into work, it's really hard to just justify you know well I'll just do a couple of hours but of work or yeah you know it's really hard to justify but to really make sure that you're taking because the more you do that the less you're giving to yourself I think that's such a good point and I can't wait till we talk about that later on because this concept of feeling guilty about taking mm-hmm. time for yourself is one that I've certainly struggled with in my life so I want to talk about that. I'm going to give the last tip to know that you're out of balance and it's my favorite one Melissa you're gonna like this is you're talking to someone else and they're talking about how much they're they're about to do something 
very pleasurable and you find yourself being defensive or critical about them taking time off. Ah. That is a telltale. Okay. Again, it's like, oh, you must be nice for you going on vacation. Like the rest of us have have work to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you see your husband, this has happened to me. You see, I remember like I've told the story many times that my husband would take a day off work. He'd be, you know, lounging around till two o'clock and I'd be like, What's wrong with you? Yes, yes. Like seriously annoyed with him because yes. he took time for himself. That's yeah. That says and, a lot, doesn't it? I remember when you were talking, we've had this conversation before and I love what you said is that we can learn something, one or two things from them. You oh, know, yeah. if, if they're taking time for themselves and we're getting annoyed, annoyed or um, critical, then it's a sign that we're, there's something about like we wish we were like subconsciously we were wishing we could yeah, do what we envy them. We envy. Yeah, we envy them. I yeah. I've seen that happen many times. I'm, yeah. say, I'm I'm sad to say in my life because I am <laughs> so type A and my husband's so type B. He's so good at taking time for himself. And I've been next to him in bed, like working, working, and I hear him giggling to yeah. a comedy, and I like I feel this rage <laughs> come over me, and that is a sign. That's a big sign that instead of being mad at him, maybe there's envy there. I need to take some time for myself. Yeah. So since we are both, we've agreed we're both type A's and life sometimes gets out of balance for us. It's going to be really fun in the next segment. We're going to talk about, we talked about how you would know you're out of balance. Now we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how to get the balance back. You know, what do you need to do? So yes. And an interesting point when I looked at myself too, is to know why are you so busy? And I love that you talk about that. That's a big one. Okay. So we're going to take a break and my God, we're very excited about this topic. So don't go far. We'll be right back on straight talk with Sandra Rich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. 
Here's Sandra Reich. We are back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich talking about uh, life and balance. Um, sorry, a little bit of background noise there. I apologize. So, look, we start. We left off. Melissa brought up a very interesting point, and the point was. Um, what function does busyness serve? Because there is also something to be said about the fact that people sometimes purposely stay busy. Now, I, before I get into that and hear from you, Melissa, I do want to say that I truly believe, and there's a lot of research on this, that being busy is the new badge of I'm important. Mm. So we tend to get together with people and say, oh my God, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And the subtext is I'm so important, I'm so important. And we mm. have to be careful about that mm. because it's almost like I'm saying like, look how important my life is. Like I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm not saying I'm not guilty of this because I do say I'm busy, but I think we have to be careful about buying into our own stuff. Thoughts? Yes, I agree. And, and keeping busy, that's something that, uh, you know, when I ask my clients, you know, why, what, what role does it have? Why, you know, it's, it's important to, yes, validate everything that you're going through and that we do have a lot to juggle in our lives, but it's also to look at why are we keeping ourselves so busy? And so that's a very important point in terms of trying to look at why is this, what function is it serving? So what functions could be uh, it's serving in terms of being so busy? Well, I, you know, again, I have to speak honestly, because that's what I think we need to do on this radio show is mm-hmm. I know for many years, um, and I know you were talking about this on the break to me, yeah. but, so maybe you'll talk about it too. But I know for many years, if there's something in my life that I don't want to look at or deal with, I think busy really unconsciously serves a function. If you're constantly busy, you don't have to sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned something to me on the break. I don't know if you're comfortable talking yeah, about it. You certainly sure. don't have to, yeah. but it was interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just not noticing because when I said when usually when I ask my clients that's important that I ask myself that same question, right? And so I asked myself, why am I so busy? Like sometimes when my boyfriend's not home, I'm home alone, I have the house to myself. Doesn't that sound great and awesome? Awesome. Awesome. But no, Melissa goes and plans everything. <laughs> so I have to do all my errands. I have to make an excuse to leave the house. Right. Okay. And from a psychological perspective, yes. we might challenge or question you that are you comfortable sitting with yourself yes. and and that's where that's where I did a lot of work on internally inter- internally in yeah. terms of of uh you know learning how to be okay with being alone and and taking a step back because that was another message too that you know my grandparents came from Ukraine and had very little and they worked hard and so sitting back and doing nothing I, I feel like there's a lot of negative messages in that. So right. that's another reason why I kept myself so busy because I felt that not being busy is a sign of laziness. Well, okay, so this is very interesting. So one thing I want to highlight, and I think you just did something that I want people listening to do, is that you were very honest about it. And you took the moment to ask yourself, what am I doing here? And I think before we go into strategies, and I know people are listening want the strategies, and we are going to go there. But I think you have to start with telling yourself the truth. And like Melissa just did, is to go, well, why am I so busy? I think a lot of people in that situation don't tell the truth. They go, well, I'm so busy because I have this pressure on me, yeah. this pressure. But you did something that, and that's why you're a great counselor, um, and that's why you help people with this, is that you said to yourself, no, 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 I'm on to you. And that's a, a mm. lot of the, what I teach clients and I try to do myself too, is to call myself out like, Really? Like, you don't have to be this busy. It's no. a choice. Everything in your life is a choice. And I'm so glad you said that. And you you called yourself out on it. And by calling yourself out, there's the chance to make some serious, hardcore changes. Now, you mentioned European parents. I am from European parents, mm-hmm. too. And 
this is where we're going to get into strategies, but there is still a part of me that if I don't get a lot done in a day, there's an inner voice that says it's unproductive. Yeah. And so, okay. Now as a therapist, I know that we are not supposed to be human doings. We are human beings. So we have to be sometimes. And it took me many years of my life to find out this amazing sentence. Listen to this. I Mm. love this. Relaxing is doing something. Who knew? It's true. Who knew? Who knew? You're doing something. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just lounging. I love it. So give me your first strategy on how to find balance in your life. Well, I love the first thing what I do with my my clients is the I use the 888 rule. Oh, so there's 888 there. I was like, is she doing mathematics? What's she up to? It looks like it. eh? So as earlier I was saying is that I want you to look at your life and just look at different areas. Like we're going to look at um, different areas in what, what roles do we have. So I'll explain that more in I'm my second so intrigued. tip. But it, in terms of look at it like a bucket. So eight, 24 hours in a day, we separate it into three eights. And so one eight is considered. So we want to make sure we're getting eight hours of sleep. Now, again, this is a guideline. It doesn't have to be strictly 888 all the time it's just a a guideline to go by but we want to make sure we're getting at least 68 hours in that bucket the other eight bucket the other uh, bucket of eight is for work so we want to make sure that we're really sticking to so the first eight is for what sleep 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 eight hours the second eight is for work for work okay and the third eight and the third eight is for leisure social or you time so social doesn't necessarily mean being out with everybody else it just means what are you doing outside of work and outside of sleeping so that makes up 24 hours and that's a full day so we that is a kind of a guideline or a rule that i try to go by in terms of living my life in that day i love it yes what's your second tip Okay, well, I think that my second tip is, again, you have to decide if you're listening and you're deciding you're going, well, I'm out of balance. That's not enough. You got to make a conscious effort in Mm -hmm. your life and a choice that you want to be more balanced because the old habits are going to come up. So if I don't watch myself, this is the truth. This is Sandra Reich. Straight talk, Sandra Reich. Here's some straight talk about (laughs) me. If I don't have systems in place, I will completely not do self-care. Because I was not raised on self-care. I was raised to accomplish things. So I need systems. So one of my systems, so let me give you an example of a system. When I get out of bed in the morning, this is like very personal, but I get up, I brush my teeth, and then I go back into the bed and I do a meditation. Mm. Would I ever stop in the middle of the day and do a meditation? No chance. Okay. But if I know it's a ritual, so it's a minute to minute thing that the strategies are in place. Then I go downstairs and I do my first exercise. It's got to be automated into your system mm-hmm. or else it's not going to happen. Does that make sense to you? I love that. I always, I always tell people schedule it in like, yes. schedule, you know, make a calendar of the day and schedule in time for just for you. Cause if you don't schedule it, it's, I totally hear you. It's not going to happen. Especially if it's not your personality type, if yeah. it's not your personality type, because I'm going to get busy with things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, then I'm going to cry the blues. Oh, I didn't exercise. Oh, I didn't do the things mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Not enough to cry the blues. Mm-hmm. What's your next strategy? So as I said, is look at different roles that we have. So first, it's just really trying to collect information first. Like where where are you being pulled in different directions? So for example, are you a role? Do you have a role of a mother, of a, of a father, of a spouse? Are you a sister, a sibling, a student? What if you're all of those things? Yeah. So write them all down. Okay. And I want you to kind of do like a pie chart of see how much 
how much of you are you giving to each of these roles? Ooh. So a, a role as an employee, a role as, um, you know, myself, that's a very important. I want you to add in a role of you, like taking care of you. And like I said, as a pie chart, you're just going to delegate percentage wise of how much do you spend in each of these roles and that gives you I'm very visual so I like to see how my life looks like in do a you pie do chart that? Yes. Do you write it down yeah and I, I have that. clients like in a pie chart and they must love it yeah because it's visual and you can see it and you can't argue it you know you're seeing yeah, how you, really you can, can see how unbalanced it is and, and then I have one creative what they want it to look like and so then we create two pie charts and then we look at um uh what what do we need to get there Okay, well, that's interesting because on that note, my strategy, my next strategy there was right on target with yours because I didn't do a a pie chart, but I suggested setting goals in every aspect of your life. So what kind of relationships do you want to have? What kind of physical being do you want to be? Do you want to be fit? Like, I don't know. Do you want to be? What about spirituality? How much do you want that in your life? We know these aspects affect happiness. What about growth, evolvement, learning? What about that? What about your job? And what about your finances? Believe it or not, Mm. that's part of balance too. When's the last time you looked at your finances and had some sort of plan in place? It is a piece of the pie. Yes, yes. Um, I liked how you separated into physical, spiritual, and mental. And that was one of my other tips I was going to say is that, you know, when we look at balance, it's not just in life. So I kind of separate it. You know, you have, am I balanced physically? Meaning, am I taking care of myself? Sometimes we only take care of ourselves when we see a symptom or we see a sign, you know, it's mm. like, oh, I only go to the doctor when I see something, yeah. a, a sign. But and sometimes I, it's too late, like God yeah. forbid, but it really does happen. Yeah. Yes. And, and so it's important to look for signs before, you know, I always say look for small little whispers instead before it becomes screams. Oh, and so, can you say that again? That was yes. so good. So look at small little whispers before they become screams. And mm, so it's really important lovely. to look at your physical health, che- you know, do a check in. How am I feeling today? Um, and mental health, like check in, you know, am I more stressed? Is there more pressure? And then a spiritual health. So spirituality and, and that can mean a, we can actually do a whole other topic on this. We should. We really should. And uh, to look at spiritually and, and uh, how, how connected do you feel to to your spirituality? And just so we're clear, in case someone's listening going, oh, they lost me on the spirituality. This does not mean you have to become religious. You no. don't even have to believe in God. We are not in any way uh, suggesting that. Spirituality just is really a way of, you know, even doing a meditation is being spiritual mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, getting outside of yourself. So I think a lot of people get turned off of spirituality because they think it means religion and God. And yeah. and I think that's fair enough. And certainly at the clinic, we're very respectful about, you know, people, everybody has their own beliefs. And yes. some people really don't like that. But again, getting outside of yourself, even a meditation yeah. has been sh- like there's science in spirituality. It's yeah. not just spirituality. There is science. Yes. Yeah. In what happens to people. I mean, meditation is like cutting edge. We know has it changes your brain. Yes. It changes everything. Changes whole chemistry. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay, so um, we're going to take a break, but I'll tell you a teaser. I, I just happened to peek on your list, and it's right <laughs> online, is uh, electronics. No, that's a big one. We're going to talk about electronics, yeah. and I have to tell you, I really struggle with this Me one. Me too, I do. Um, I know what the research shows about turning it off, and I am quite resistant. It's so, so hard. Again, I hear all the excuses right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> what are the excuses? What are they saying? What are the people saying? I don't know. Just I need to see what's so social media. I need to see what's on there. I can't get rid of my phone. What if someone needs me? What if someone needs to contact me? 
Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about not only why taking a break could be helpful, but how to do it in a way that's manageable for you. We'll be right back with the amazing Melissa Hindley on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk. I must say, we are like all excited about this topic. We're like so high energy here because I think it's something that we enjoy talking about because it's something, as I said, that we like to practice ourselves. And we started, even on the break, we're like chatting about this turning off electronics, Mm -hmm. turning off electronics and how difficult it is for you know, she, Melissa gave me a way out. She's like, yeah, but you run things at the clinic. Um, (laughs) yeah, there's always a way out. And I really don't like giving up my electronics, but, um, I'll start with the research and, uh, Melissa hopefully will tell us a little bit how we can do this, but again, electronics. And I talk about this often has a very strong effect on your brain because it increases dopamine in the brain and dopamine is a neurotransmitter that tends to make you feel very high, which is fun. But the problem is, is after you're off the electronics, Um, you're crashing down and social media really plays on that. So it can be really actually quite destructive. We talk a lot in kids, how you have to watch social media and watch electronics, but in adults too, can you put your phone down? Can you get away from the computer? Um, In this day and age, it's really hard, but the dings and the beeps, they're very Mm -hmm. distracting. We heard one a few minutes ago here. They're very Mm -hmm. distracting. Melissa, thoughts on that and how do you get people to make that change? It's so hard, but I think you have to see the consequences first of how much it is impacting us. Because if we're not seeing the risk that we're taking, you know, even if it's 
10 minutes, you know, even if it's 10 minutes that we're not touching our electronics, but you really have to see the risk and the consequences that we get from electronics. So first is like, again, I loved how you said about being honest, being honest with ourselves of how much this electronic is impacting us. And then, uh, you know, trying to at least on weekends, like trying to disconnect on weekends. If you can't do weekends, you're, I hear you guys saying, yeah, but it's like three days or two days, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a whole weekend. I can't do that. But um, at least from, you know, from work, if you if you work typically the Monday to, to Friday is to try and, um, st- you know, not not to respond as much to emails. I see this all the time with my friends. They're checking emails um, while, you know, while we're together and it's like at work emails. And I'm like, why are you checking? <laughs> but it's so hard. Not to mention it's very hard for you also. Yeah. Because how do you feel when they're checking the email when you're sitting not right there? Not very good. Right. Dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so hard. You get that notification and uh, it's hard not to the check ding. it. The ding. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, if you can't do a whole weekend of, of uh, at least for work electronics, then uh, then then at least trying to set a couple of hours or even if it's like 10 minutes, like I said, just to not check, put your phone away. Um, I've, I've started to do this is like just, you know, before I go to bed, I always in bed look at social media or I look yeah. at different things on my phone. And so at least I, I try when I get into bed to just put it away and not look. That's great. And, you know, I, I read some research recently about that if you're sitting, let's say, on a date with your husband, your boyfriend, yes. whoever, and the phone, you're not even looking at it, but the phone is on the table. The research shows that already your quality of connection is impaired yeah. because just the phone being on the table means mm-hmm. that one of you or probably the person with the phone is mm-hmm. thinking, I wonder if I got any emails. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people liked my Facebook post. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I, we definitely have a rule on that. Like if we're out together or family dinners, there are no phones on or computers or anything like that or TVs yep. um, during quality time. Yeah. And that I have to say we're very religious about. Yeah. And we have to be, we have to kind of set it as rules or guidelines in the household or else it just gets out of hand. And especially we see this a lot with kids, you know, if the parents are doing it, well, the kids are going to do it. And you're going to see that that's going to be uh, very impactful on, on, on kids and electronics. Yeah. It's, it's disturbing. And we're seeing a whole huge increase in kids and anxiety in the clinic, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you deal with the parents, I'm pretty sure that you're often asking them how many electronics. Yeah, And how many hours are they spending on it? But it's so funny. My boyfriend and I actually went for a a dinner and they had, at the dinner, they had a note, it's called a no cell phone party. So they give you fake money and every time they catch you on your phone, they remove that money from you. Oh, I like this. So it's like $1. And so at the end of their dinner, if you have money left over, you can use it for the next time you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you can get a free drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is friends of yours who did this? No, it's at a restaurant in Montreal. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's called wow. a no cell phone party. I like that. Yeah. I like it a lot. Well, we definitely need to be working on just connecting. And like you said, and I appreciate it, I'm sure your clients appreciate that, too, that it's not all or nothing. You don't have to give it all up. Yeah. It's start with maybe, you know, a couple of hours or a day or like you said, work emails. Yeah. Um, that would make a big difference. The next strategy is really about learning. And this is I find I'm going to play the age card here. It gets better with age. You have to get more comfortable saying, I'd love to, but no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Really hard, particularly hard for women and particularly hard if you're, you know, if the offers are really attractive, like Mm -hmm. people are asking you professionally to come speak. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one I struggle with. I -hmm. I love going to talk about Mm -hmm. this stuff, but 
you know, I love it until my life starts to get out of balance. So I have to now what I do is when I get a call, I really open my calendar and I really assess, have I just come back from another talk? Am mm-hmm. I really ready to go to another one? But it's it's a it's a push pull, Melissa, I have to tell you. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, I love that. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> you have these good sentences. Just because you can do it, because that's all the time. I was like, well, I can, but doesn't it, mean it doesn't you mean should. you should do it. Right? Oh, I'm going to use that. Yeah. So learning how to say no, definitely something that will really help. Are you good at that? You're a young girl. Are you good at that? No. Okay, I feel better because I'm older. I'm just no. learning to say no. No. Yeah. That's why you said it gets better with age, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. I but, actually find you are good at it, by the yeah. way. I do. You know, I work with you. And I, I, there's been times, you know, we've t- discussed if you're going to run a group or something like oh, that. Oh, that's true. You are I, very I good. You're true to no. yourself. That's so that's true. about being true to yourself. That's true, yes. Yeah, yes. if it's not the right timing, it's you've told me right. I'm just too busy right now. Yeah, it's true. I good for that. you. Thank just you so you know, me. you're very good at that. Yep. And uh, yeah, that anything that doesn't add value or doesn't add something into our life, then uh, then that's when you look at to say, do is this something that... Uh, that you don't want to do because the thing is taking on way too much again that's juggling a lot of things all at once and then again at the end of the day what's left in our cup for us if we're juggling everything out if we're saying this cup and I and I always love this saying is every time you say yes to somebody else you're saying no to you oh that is good yeah so that is good I'll let you take on the next strategy yes so um we also talked about um when another sign to see that your life is unbalanced is if you're feeling overwhelmed. So you talked a little bit about feeling um, irritable, feeling angry, feeling critical. And another feeling I would like to add into that is when you get overwhelmed. I always say that's a very good sign. Why is it a good sign? Because it means that you're, it's too much, right? If you're overwhelmed, your body's sending you a signal. Your body's trying to communicate to you saying it's way too much. You're overwhelmed. And the problem is, is that, again, with that critical voice, we say, okay, your, my body's trying to tell me I'm overwhelmed and I should do more. I should be able to do it. I should be able to get everything done, the housework, the, the kids, the homework, the, the work. I should be able to do everything. But no, it's really looking at that emotion. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it's a sign that there's way too much. So break it down, trim it down, get rid of, again, learning how we to say no. But that overwhelmed feeling, take that as a signal. Learn to listen to it. Brilliant. Yes. What's your next tip? Well, I think we have to work on paying attention to our health a lot Mm -hmm. because um, we always say like, you know, without health, we have nothing, but um, we don't tend to take our health seriously until we're in trouble. Yeah. And sleep, Mm -hmm. a concept that I definitely was not raised on believing was important is extraordinarily important. So Mm -hmm. getting that good quality sleep, we're more productive, we're happier, Um, but again, very type A personalities will often cut on the sleep and it has a direct effect on your health. Now I often say on the show and I often say to clients who come into the clinic, if they get anxiety or depression, they're lucky because Mm -hmm. that's a symptom that you can see right away. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people don't get anxiety or depression. They just get sick. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a disease that's you know, not curable. Mm -hmm. Um, so our health is not to be taken for granted. So pay attention to your health. If you're feeling exhausted, even though I don't like feeling exhausted, I don't like that. I have to give into sleep. That's how I see it as my very type a way. Mm -hmm. It is my body saying, Sandra, 
pay attention. Mm -hmm. You need to slow down and rest. And it's a warning sign for a later problem. Yeah, you're right. It's really important to, again, pay attention to the little whispers. Little whispers again. Mm -hmm. Okay, Melissa. Uh, Okay, my next tip, um, definitely looking at relationships that matter. Set set aside time. Sometimes uh, for family and friends, sometimes we get so busy that we start to, that's another sign is that we're not balanced, is that we're canceling a lot. Yeah. You know, canceling social gathering, canceling plans with friends, canceling plans, maybe a birthday party or uh, with family. And so, Sometimes, you know, I, I have a huge family, so almost every month it's someone's birthday. And so it, it gets really busy in, in the birthday sense, but it's really important, even if I can't go for long, to at least make an appearance. And, you know, once I'm there, I never regret it. It's so much fun being around family and friends, and it just it just takes our mind off of things for a little bit. That's if if, if it's a, a good family, not, the, not when there's drama, but... Right, good points. But in in a family that you feel with supportive people. Well, we're going to talk about toxic people in a moment, but you bring up such an interesting point because you said before, uh, you were talking about when you you have time alone in your house, you end up going out and socializing. Well, I'm the exact opposite. So it's good that we have our different personality types is I'm the one who cancels and I avoid social activities like almost like the plague. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing is the research, we are social creatures. This research is unequivocal. Social connections are probably more important to our health than even, you know, I'm really into nutrition. I'm really into Mm -hmm. exercise. It's more important than any of that. Mm -hmm. We know that from the blue zones, these are people who live past 100 years old, Mm -hmm. is that they're getting together with other people they love, sitting down and having a dinner, even if it's unhealthy, the food, the fact that they're having, and I'm not saying to have unhealthy food, Mm -hmm. but the fact that they're having social connections is that powerful. So, Again, you go towards it, which is wonderful. I go away from it and have mm-hmm. to force myself. But social connections are a vitamin in your life. Yeah. They're really important. So yeah. definitely, I love your point to make time for people who yes. nourish you. Yes. And to take, the, like you said, go even for a short amount of time. Really great point, Melissa. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay, we're going to take a, a break, but you know our teaser for the break is going to be this: is you mentioned that it's great to see your family, mm-hmm. but it's not great to be around toxic people. Yeah. And I think that's a very important point because if I'm getting together socially with people who are bringing me down or sucking me dry, yeah, that's no longer in the health zone, right? No, no. And again, there's nothing left in our cup, right? If we're dealing, if we're spending that little leftover energy that we have with very toxic or very uh, negative people, then that can definitely have a big impact. So I can't wait to talk about this. Okay, so we're going to take a short break. Think about it in your life right now. Do you spend time with people who feel like vitamins to you? Or do you spend time with people that you walk away and you go, oh my God, that like night never ended. And and be honest about why are you doing it? If you keep, and, and you'll hear the voice say, because I have to or I should. And we're going to come back and we're going to give you a way out of that. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. 
Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Uh, before we go any further, Melissa, you are just chock full of great strategies, and I'm so lucky because you work at the center. Uh, but people listening may want to reach you. How do they find you? Yeah, you can phone at uh, the center at 514-777-4530. Okay, and if they want to, like, do you do you think that that's something that people should work with a professional, or is that something you do help people find yes, balance in Yes, of life? course, because the thing is that there's always – other factors that could be getting in the way because it, like I said it sounds so simple and so easy but yet it's so difficult so we try to look at what is the what's what other factors are getting into the way that what's might block? be blocking you yeah, yeah might be blocking you from achieving this balance like why and you know are you avoiding something you know I, I see a lot of workaholics so what what are you avoiding by spending so much time at work why is there no balance Right, so you really ask those uh, thought-provoking questions so yeah. people don't have to stay in therapy a long time, no, but it's no. good to sort of, you know, I'm very lucky, and I guess we all are, as therapists, as we get to talk to each other and we call each other out, is I can have a conversation with you and find out we're unblocked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's and great. It, and it's fun to, like, see what, why. Like, you learn a lot more about yourself when you understand yourself better instead of just being robotic and doing the same thing over and over again. Right. And robotic brings up where we left off is the idea of, you know, spending time with people is wonderful, but spending time with toxic people is not. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, sometimes people keep doing it over and over again. So what, what's going on there? I, you know, on the break, Mm -hmm. I was saying it used to happen to me in certain situations that as a young girl, I would go back even with some family dynamics and think it's going to get better and Mm -hmm. it doesn't get better. So why do people that what are other reasons people go back into the toxicity? Why? Yeah, that's a great question. It could be too. I think that definitely either we might um, learning how to say no, we don't hurt, want to hurt the other person's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that we think it'll change. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. And I know for me, it's like I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. So I'm just going to keep sucking it up, keep enjoying their whatever friendship that I have of them, but not being honest. 
Yeah. And that was a mistake that I had to quickly learn from that. That's a big yeah. one, right? Because that, again, is taking taking pieces out of our pie, to use your pie example, if I'm around toxic people, mm-hmm. and I keep going, that does not count as a social connection. That counts mm-hmm. as something that's taking away my health, my psychological health, my mm-hmm. health, uh, um, emotional health, every mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, I know you probably have another one and I have another very important one that I want to talk about before we run out of time. So go for it. Yes. Um, so we talked about um, the pie and other things that looking at other things that take some space and definitely trying to add a lot more things that we enjoy. You know, sometimes we tell ourselves, oh, it would be really nice to try painting again, but then tell ourselves we have no time. So schedule it in. But the the one of the tips that I, the last one of the last tips I have is just have some fun with it. Um, it, it doesn't have to be so structured and uh, well, no, we talked about structure, but I mean it doesn't have to be so strict and so yeah, so rigid. Rigid. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Thank you. But just have some fun with it. You know, add some things. Um, you know, like things that you enjoy that make again uh, healthy things that increase your dopamine. Like going, you know, we talked about exercise. Like just doing. You know, go go uh, skydiving. Go <laughs> go yeah. do fun activities. I but don't know. Fun go, is a big piece. Go skating. Go go skiing. Go uh, do sports. Do something that's just fun. Have fun with it, and that yeah. really helps with balance because that relieves a lot of stress, increases our dopamine. We do it with other people, so it's a social aspect. Just have fun. Yeah, we really forget about having we fun. Do, when I do. when I do the pie, like there's a little pie I do at some of my talks. Is people always that's where they tend to be out of balance. Is yeah. Fun always goes to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to add into this something that's, you know, very interesting and I wouldn't say controversial, but something that I think you're going to really get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, is that people to have balance in your life is you need to spend some time alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes that's counterintuitive, uh, but sitting with yourself for at least 15 minutes a day um, really with yourself without distractions is a very big part of being a balanced person Yeah, because there you're listening to your inner dialogue and, and that's where meditation comes in. Um, all sorts of things that fall into that categories for some people, it's prayer for some people mm-hmm. it's reflective. Mm-hmm. There can be all sorts of things, but you know, you were talking about how you go out of the house when you're sitting alone with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to someone like yourself who mm-hmm. finds it hard to sit with, themselves for 15 minutes because sometimes that's hard to do it's hard the hardest thing to do especially that i'm such an extrovert so too we have to be when when we're introvert and we're isolated there's a difference between spending time alone and isolating so when oh we're yes is- when we're isolating we want to make sure that uh, we're not avoiding something and spending too much time alone because that could be a sign that something else is going on but definitely spending time alone is is very some something very important i think the thing that helped me the most in in um spending more time alone is something that you've told me in the past that uh, i've heard you talk about is just reframing the idea because then i have all these negative thoughts you know i'm by myself i don't want to be alone this is so boring and so when i reframed it you said you're not alone you're with you 
Oh, I remember that. Oh, that's and so, so cute that you remembered. Yes. You're with yourself. You're with I yourself. always say that. Yes. You're with yourself. Yes, you do. So then oh. that's something that really helps me, me because I take that and I say, okay, what? Like I'm having a date with myself. What do I want to do? And so, yeah. you know, I go and spoil myself, go do a little shopping, go take care of myself, just go to yoga, do some stretching. Yoga's even, a good one. Yeah, even if it's at home. So just, I'm, I'm not alone. I'm spending time with myself. That yeah. reframe was the biggest thing for me. I'm so happy because actually it's, spending time with yourself is actually the best company you'll ever have in your life when yeah, you think about it. It's true. Right? You're the most important person you'll ever meet. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Wow. Where there's zingers going back and I forth know. there. So, yeah, I think that that's an important one. I remember, you know, uh, Oprah coming to town. You know, I'm a big Oprah fan. I remember she came to town. I wanted to hear her speak. And when she came to Montreal, she spoke and she said, if you can't spend 15 minutes with yourself, you don't even, it was a bit rough, but her point was valid. You don't even deserve to have that opportunity to spend time with yourself. It's a little bit rough, but at the end of the day, I think she was trying to make a point that when we're always running away from ourselves, we don't have a relationship with ourselves. And from a psychological point of view, you can't really have relationships with other people if you don't have one with yourself. Because yeah. then you fall in love and you hope that your partner is going to know everything about you and understand you, but you don't understand you. So it's probably, I think, one of the most powerful strategies so in powerful. everything. It's like we might, we try to seek it from other people to get validated or to help us feel better but we can and we can't guarantee on that I mean sometimes they could help us and other times they can't for whatever reason but we know that ourselves we can guarantee that if we put ourselves to it we we will always be there for ourselves and that's a guarantee well Melissa you know we're at that point and you know I'm going to give you the last word on this what is the huge takeaway on finding balance in your life and what do you think is most important uh, what's what do you want to say about this before we start to wrap it up uh, definitely self-care the, the biggest take-home message and and as I'm saying it I'm it's it's nice to to see because that's what I'm doing in my life too is is definitely putting myself first so saying no and uh, and doing spending time alone that's the biggest take-home message okay What's wow um, I, th- I think it's also saying no and I think you know when we talked about that you have to review your balance day to day hour to hour I think I get it right for a week or two and then I can easily mm. slip and so to get back on the horse not be mad at myself that I messed it up but to get back on the horse and you know look at where can I trim 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 to use your mm-hmm. words where can I create more space in my life because for me if there's no space I feel stressed there's mm-hmm. got to be space yeah Okay, well, Melissa, thank you so much for coming back on Straight Talk. You're always yeah. such a breath of fresh air. That's so much fun. Yeah, uh, thank you. You 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 bring a lot to the table, and I see that you're also applying a lot of this in your own life. It's yes. really nice to hear. Yes. And I'd like to thank everyone else also for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, and I'd like to invite you all to come back next week. If you're interested in anything you heard today, retreats, therapy, or any media, you can check out helpforanxietydepression.com. If there's previous shows you'd like to hear, Melissa's been on the show many times and everything that comes out of her mouth is gold <laughs> you can go to straighttalksandarish.com we also have some free gifts on that page if you put a forward slash radio gifts at the end of straight talk Reach, you'll receive all sorts of free gifts check out also our facebook page straight talk Reach, and you can leave a question for me or melissa or any of our guests and don't forget to like us while you're there 
Remember, you can hear this and any prior show as a podcast on my website, straighttalksandareesh.com, on the podcast app of your iPhone, and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reesh. And you're always free to drop me a comment or question at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Recently, a lot of you have written with topics, and that's been really helpful, so keep it coming. If you're a professional, you're looking for keynote speakers on or training on anxiety, depression, emotional regulation, living a pers- purposeful life, or balance. Remember that we are your source for evidence-based practice and education. My name is Sandra Reach, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and will tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.